oh my God, is this my life for the rest? Is this your, oh my God, I cannot for anybody that may have seen the video that I did yesterday asking for followers for AWOL Zebra, just hold that for prosperity because I'll never look like that again. Oh, my lands. I I'm sorry, Em. I'm not yelling. Yes, I'll pet you. I tell you, cats must be hypermobile because her rear end is like pointed at my face. I'm a little scared. But her head, she's turned all the way and looked at me. And oh, part of me thinks that feels so good right now just to be able to turn my head, I guess, all the way around so I can get rid of the pain in my neck. Oh, my goodness. I did nothing. I, I had breakfast with my husband and I sat up with him. And then last night, we were, he was taking me back to the bed because I could hardly walk from the back porch. And I was like, I just went downhill and he's just <laughs> looking at me. And something had come to my realization, which I'll get to shortly, but I had tears pouring down my face, which seems to be the norm lately. And I mean, is it, is, am I beyond perimenopause? Maybe I'm menopausal. I don't know. When I was pregnant, I remember crying when Bernie Mac, may he rest in peace. Well, I don't really understand. May you rest in peace. Why do you want to be in peace? I, I want, do you want to rest? I don't understand it. it I, I, I don't plan on going. So I cried when Bernie Mac was on the television and something had happened. And then I cried when Donnie and Marie got back together. It was an emotional time, my pregnancy, and that's kind of how I feel right now. I mean, it's just from one thing to the next. One minute, <laughs> and the next minute, oh my God. So I'm back to the bed. When I had this realization, which I'll get to unless I forget about it, about my breathing, and tears were pouring down my face. Now, I put on what I consider a considerable amount of makeup, which for others, I mean, when you see me all made up, it's kind of like, could you put some makeup on? Because I guess I don't really put anything on. I put on eyeliner on my lower lashes, not inside the eye, but on the outer side. I used to use blue <laughs> and it would be real up in the crease, you know, up in the lid instead of on the outside. As I grew up, I thought, ooh, the outer lid looks, outer lid, outer lid looks a little sexier. And because I had to wear medical contacts for so long, I was I constantly having to put drops in my eyes. So I quit putting mascara on my lower lashes because it would run down my face and I look like the Joker. So I had on mascara on the upper lid. And because I have rosacea and my skin gets red, I put on this powder that's yellow. I kid you not, if you have red skin, go get you some yellow powder. I remember we had, um, well, back in my day, people that that transitioned weren't weren't common, and it wasn't it wasn't you know done as openly and all as it is now. And Williamsburg is a small town, and I didn't really know I was going to go here, but don't let me forget I was going to tell you about my breathing, okay? Because that's why my this is why we're getting back to. Let's see if I can do this. <laughs> and pet Emma. <laughs> it's like I'm on one foot, tupping, touching my head, bouncing, and patting the cat. Can she talk too? Okay, so back in the day, Williamsburg, we had, we had this, we had one guy that 
his name was Stanley. He rode around town and he, and he was an Eastern State patient, which is a mental hospital here. And oh gosh, one time my uncle went there to visit friends and <laughs> and he accidentally got locked in and he was banging on the doors going, let me out. I don't belong here. And the staff kept saying, that's what they all say. And so by the time we got to my uncle, he was just bawling. So it must run in the family. So anyway, Stanley was allowed to be loose during the day. And he would ride his bike and go all over town. And then, you know, you've got your town slut, which I've already told you I was told was my mother. And then um, you have, like, the one person that dares and there was this and this this boy well he's he was no longer boy he he transitioned to be a female so he's now a female and he she my apologies she worked it, it was it was not well known but she worked at our local peebles and uh you know people weren't very kind to her and she was just gorgeous, just could put on makeup like anything. And she moved over to Belk at the makeup counter. And I always was in awe of her makeup skills. So I went to her one day and because I liked the beautiful perfume and you could only get it at, uh, before this was online stuff and everything, and you could only get it from the stores and I went in and I saw her and she's just, just gorgeous. And, and she's like, I can help you with that redness on your face. And I said, how? And she said, come here. And she showed me this powder and it was from Clinique and it was loose powder and a brush. I felt real fancy and she brushed it on one side of my face and it was yellow and not my face, the powder. And I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, it's taken away. And she goes, see, I told you, I know what I'm talking about, girl. I know. <laughs> and that's honestly what she said. I don't talk like that, but she did talk like that. She says, that's how it looks, girl. And so I said, I don't believe you, Vi. Her name was Vi. And so actually, I think when we were growing up, she was Vincent. And then she went to Victoria short for Vi. So I don't know if, because it was harder back then, I think. To transition. My uncle was a homosexual and I didn't know that that wasn't, you know, supposed to be spoken about, but he looked like Barry Gibb and all the women loved to be around my uncle because for one, he wasn't going to have sex with them, but he could dance like crazy and they just looked and he was sexy looking. I don't, I didn't find him sexy. They thought he was sexy, but he looked like Barry Gibb and I'm a big Bee Gees person. <sighs> and I've already missed a chance to meet Maurice and Robin and Barry hasn't answered my calls. So, you know, what is a girl to do? So I wasn't sure if Vi was telling me the truth because Vi needed to make a sale, but Vi looked really good. So I went outside and to the parking lot and I asked random people, excuse me, does my face look yellow? What? Do you, give me your feedback. And once I got the response that I needed to hear, from non-biased people who weren't going to make a, a commission off of me, I went back in and I bought this yellow powder from Vi. Well, this was well over, well over 12 years ago. 
I know this. And I have held on. I don't wear makeup that often. And this powder, they've now gone to pressed powder only. And I don't like the pressed powder. I like the loose powder. I like popping it on my face. But anyway, I am still using that same loose powder. And you can't find it anymore. And so all I had on was my... See, didn't think I was going to get back to it, did you? All I had on yesterday was my yellow powder because I don't do foundation because I can't breathe. It's like you put foundation and it closes up my my breathing abilities like, I, like I'm a fish, like I breathe through the pores in my face, but it just makes me feel like I can't breathe. So I had on my yellow powder, which dulled the redness, that one thing of eyeliner and some mascara. And my husband's day was almost done and I didn't quite make it through. I couldn't eat anymore because for some reason one meal makes me ill i don't know about y'all but that'll be another day because eating no matter how minimal it is it ruins me i get sick feeling my stomach feels full i i just i'm miserable no matter what i eat that's why I like grapefruits and grapes and stuff like that because they don't seem to mess with me too much. But I don't have the energy to go in there and score me a, a grapefruit. So anyway, I was back to the boudoir and my husband comes back because I had this realization. It was about my breathing and I was crying because I realized, oh my gosh, the answer has been in me this whole time. It was like my Yoda Star Wars moment, I guess. Is that, did they do it in that movie? The answer's within you. Whatever it is. Whatever that thing is. It, the, the, field, the fields come home or something. Or the fields alive with Kevin Costner. Build it, they will come or whatever. But it was, the answer was in me. And when I realized all the money that has been lost because I've been wasting it on Mary Jane and wasting it. I, I, need, I need the fashion remodeling. That's unnecessary. But on the Pilates and all these specialists and everything, I'm like, oh my gosh, the answer has been in me this whole time. And so I was crying a little bit and my husband came back and I didn't realize I had makeup on and he saw me crying and he's like trying to, you know, when I explained to him what's happening, He's trying to tell me, it's all right, Christy, you, you needed to have this done. And then when he looked at me and there has mascara stuff running all down my face, he says, clean up your face, you whore. And it just made me laugh and it knocked me out of feeling sorry for myself. And you might think, oh, my God, <laughs> what kind of marriage do they have? But it made me laugh and it made me feel so good because he just wanted me to stop crying and just chill and that's the kind of relationship we have. We we flip each other off. That's giving each other the middle finger, you know, when we say I love you sometimes. You know, that's like, you know, and some people think, oh, my gosh, what are these people doing? But it's just the relationship we have. And I'm so grateful that he did that and not some sense into me last night because I didn't need to be crying on his birthday and I wasn't saying oh woe is me whoa 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 I'm so sad oh pay attention to me because it's not my birthday it's yours and I want to take all the attention away from you no that wasn't it it just wasn't necessary for me to cry and I tried recording earlier today and I was going to go ahead and let it go through because once I record like it or not I let it go but it it 
was not necessary. It brought me down and I had to stop in the middle. And, and, and also if you, if, if I start to snore, that means I've fallen asleep and hopefully I'll come back on. If not catch me tomorrow, I can't stay awake for the life of me. I have absolutely no idea. I got up this morning. I had massive pain on my left side and my husband was able to take my son to school and everything. And I've been in the bed. I get up and I look at the clock and I'm like, okay, it's 830. I'm getting up and then... I'm alerted to something. I turn back and look at the clock and it's 8.52. And then I was doing that all daggone morning, all daggone day. Could not for the life of me get myself up until it was time to go get my son from school. If it was not for making myself do three things a day, I would not have gotten up. And my thanks to Lee Lee in Birmingham because I would not have eaten. And that takes me to the nasty meal I just had from McDonald's. I don't have enough energy to go in there and cut up a grapefruit. I don't have enough energy to do squat. I got my son, I fed him, and then he helped me back to the bed where I just was in and out until it was time to take him to work. And Lily kept saying, Christy, you've got, you've just got to eat. And I'm like, I just don't have the energy. I said, fine, I'll stop. I'll get some French fries. I wanted to go to Chick-fil-A because I kind of wanted their waffle fries and a Coke, but I didn't want to sit in their line because they've got, you know, they're just so expensive. And then the lines are forever long and they don't, even though they go properly, our new one, they have you boxed in when you go through the drive-thru. So when you get through the drive-thru, you could be getting your meal, but four cars ahead of you hasn't gotten theirs yet. So you're sitting there in the back of the line. So they've made it so they can make sure they make all the money they need to without the concern of the consumer getting in and out as quickly as possible. So I said, I'm going to McDonald's. So I go to McDonald's. And because I, I said, I'll get some French fries because that's about all I had the energy to do. I'll get French fries. And then I thought, well, no, I'll go ahead and get, I'll get a chicken nugget meal. Maybe I can make myself eat that. Well, it, they forgot to put the sweet and sour sauce in the bag. I didn't bother checking, which I should have done. And without the sweet and sour sauce, those nuggets are just nasty. And I used to love them as a child, but not now. So I made myself eat those French fries. I'm doing good on the soda pop because I'm trying so hard, but I have like crashed for some reason, just crashed. And I don't know why. Now, last year, well, no, it was 2021 before, I can't believe it's 2023. Can you? So it was 2021 and I had just gotten my voice back. My husband was so happy. Just gotten my voice back. And I was feeling good. I was on a gluten-free diet because they just said I had celiacs, which I do not have. I was biopsied for. And I was up and I said, I'm going to do the 30-day plank challenge. So I was doing planks. Now, the whole time I was doing planks, I could feel things on my left side popping. Like, have you ever made 
a pot holder with like those little, well, you know, you make a pot holder out of the round loops, right? And you, you hook one loop on one needle and go across and then you weave the other side across and then you take them off and like knit one, purl two and, and make yourself a pot holder, right? Well, that's what felt like was popping off on my left side. And I was like, every time I felt that, I'm like, feel the burn, Christy. There you go. You're making muscle because it was going ping, ping, ping all inside. And I'm like, those are my muscles. They're strengthening because I am plinking my way to five minutes in 30 weeks or 30 days. <laughs> and what, you know, my left side is my worst. I think what was happening was it was my fascia <laughs> and it was tearing because the muscles that were supposed to be working and my diaphragm that was supposed to be working and all that stuff, it was everything popping inside, which is hard. This is not from the medical perspective. This is from the patient's perspective. So take it with a grain of salt. But it was all of these muscles that have been strangled by fascia from the best I can tell, and this is why I'm, I think I'm right, is because I was feeling all these popping noises. And I was thinking I was building up and, and, and strengthening my muscles, but I don't think I was. It was like the fascia tearing because the muscles that were supposed to be working weren't able to work. And now that I've started these breathing exercises, I can't imagine if this, I don't know how I'm going to do three days a week because I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk with Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman, talk to her tomorrow. And luckily my husband's off to have work done on his truck. And I mean, it's a rarity. He's going to have two days off in a week, but tomorrow he's got appointments and he's going to, you know, so he'll be able to take me to, to physical therapy to make sure I get there. But I started blowing through the balloon. Now, when I was doing the balloon yesterday, I started feeling as I blew air into the balloon, I felt my left side as if I was filling up parts of my left side with air and they were popping. It was going pop, pop, pop. So every time I was inhaling as I blew out into the balloon, it would go pop, pop, pop. And I was like, oh my gosh, is it my diaphragm? And I giggle every time because I think of sex when you hear diaphragm. And I know it's not the right diaphragm, but still, I just think of the diaphragm because that was like a big deal when I was a little girl. Diaphragm. Oh, I have a, I do have a story about a sponge. Does it? Okay, I will go here for a second. My best friend Betsy, when we were growing up, she wanted to have sex for the first time. So we were trying to make sure she'd be double protected. So I'm like, well, you got to have a condom and you've got to have a sponge. And so we went to the drugstore and bought sponges. And, you know, 
we were trying to figure out how to use them so she would know how to use them for the first time. So we're in the bathroom and we, you know, figure out, I guess, I think, I think you have to like wet it a little bit and then it foams up, I guess, and you stick it up inside and everything like that. And so, uh, we were done with trying to figure out how to use it. So she takes it and wraps it up in toilet tissue. And, you know, she didn't want her mom to know that she was having sex and, she had this big old dog and we left the bathroom unbeknownst to us that the dog was digging through the trash and the next thing we know her dog goes running down the hallway with the sponge string <laughs> hanging from her mouth <laughs> and her mom <laughs> betsy <laughs> Christy, go home. <laughs> she made Betsy, but that's how her mom found out she was trying to have sex. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so <laughs> the dog because it hadn't been used, we just wet it, you know, with the water. But yeah, the sponge and the dog thought it was a chew toy, I guess. Oh God. Okay, so, as I'm breathing through the balloon and I feel that popping coming up, I'm like, I feel like I'm evening out. Because, you know, we always talk about that collapsing kind of feeling. And I'm like, I'm collapsing. But not so much lately. Now, when I first started these exercises, it's hard. Lying down flat, my neck, it's like I'm being exercised or something and somebody's just sitting there, you know, using the force and pull it i'm not a big star wars fan i don't know why we try to reference that so much maybe it's because of mark camel and A's enough the other day but my neck starts pulling forward and then my stomach even though i'm laying flat you know so i'm struggling to keep my my back flat i'm struggling to keep my neck from from pulling up so my chin goes back down and it's it's difficult but as i've been doing it for the past couple of days and adding this balloon it's still difficult but it's working and so when I stood up now it's hard as a dickens to get down to the floor because I mean it's a slow movement I mean because my knee I mean I can barely make it to the floor so it takes me a little bit to get up so I'm getting up and when I stood up now when I did the exercises for the first time I went goodness gracious my feet feel level like I feel stable. I feel equal posture. You know, I feel right in my feet. I've never felt this before. Well, yesterday, when I stood up, I went, wow. I feel unusually elongated in my midsection. I feel strong. It wasn't stronger. I felt straighter. I felt even. And I could tell it was on the the left side where those bubbles I felt in my stomach, the balloons in my stomach, like filling up, where Mary Jane kept saying, I must turn on your transverse abdominus. It's your transverse abdominus. It keeps cutting off. It was that. And then I wasn't feeling so collapsing anymore. I felt sturdy and I thought, that's it. The answer has been in me 
this entire time. What kills me and why I was crying last night was because all of these people that said they were fixing me or were going to help me that weren't covered by insurance and treated me like crap when I went giving them my, my husband's hard-earned money and mine too because I did work at one point and then treat me like dirt when I told them that I just didn't think it was working and they're like you're gonna need me you're gonna need me you know this sounds like Woody Woodpecker doesn't it it bothers me because 14 minutes away and it's covered by my insurance postural respiration now I don't know if this is everybody's problem I really don't know now I would not have been able to get to this point had it not been for remodeling my fascia and getting rid and of all the adhesions around my diaphragm something's still not right you know my husband made me stop last night because he said you always overdo it Christy you've got to stop he said because you've already experienced benefit you've got to stop and I said okay so this morning, I got up and, well, actually, I got up and went back to bed when he's like, you've got to go back to bed. And when I got up again, I said, I'm going to make myself take a shower and I am going to do my exercises. Well, I had gotten new balloons from Amazon and I was lying down and when it came time to blow, I blew harder than anybody I've ever known. And I won't say that's what she said, but you can and as I blew into the balloon, I couldn't get any air into it. I mean, my head, my head's aching now from, from blowing into something I couldn't, I couldn't inflate. I was, it just wouldn't go. So again, tears pouring down my face. I'm a failure. Oh my gosh, what have I done wrong? So I called peak uh, physical therapy and Sasha called me back immediately. He said, Christy, don't go buy any balloons. We've got special balloons. <laughs> Apparently those are special balloons that he's like, they're kid balloons or something. And he had bought a bunch off of Amazon. He said, I'll give you some more tomorrow. So these balloons are going back to Amazon because I don't have the wherewithal or the oxygen or the lungs to be able to fill them up. But apparently it's a special balloon. So if you do these exercises, make sure you get like an easy blow. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Go get you some easy blow balloons. Because it was quite disappointing for me. But neither or. I got up. I took a shower. I got my son. Took care of that. Been back in bed. And... Lily kept telling me, you've got to eat. So we have this thing where we send pictures to prove that we're eating, you know, to each other. And so I got that McDonald's meal and I pretty much just ate the French fries because that's about all I could really stomach without the sweet and sour sauce. And, uh, you know, from my nuggets. But I just, I can't believe this is, is, gonna be my life I don't understand this before my body stopped in 2021 when I couldn't walk and talk and you know I, I couldn't talk and I got that ability back and then I couldn't walk and so when that happened 
I was never tired like this. I never, you know, had issues of losing my voice when I was tired. I just kept going. So I honestly thought once I released the adhesions, once I started noticing pain relief, and once I started realizing I could walk without crutches, I could walk without a hip belt, you know, I realized, wow, I'm fixing my fascia. I'm good to go. Now, I'm battling, you know, I can't accept my husband's like, you know, you were up a lot yesterday, Christy. But I'm like, no more than the average person. And I, I really didn't do anything. I got up and went out to, to eat with my husband for breakfast. I did a few of those exercises. And now I have to sleep for three days. No, that just doesn't make sense to me. I just can't. And why wasn't it like that before? It's like my body is going through. It's, I mean, and I do. I had that fear because I was always told I was a hypochondriac and things like that. I have this fear of me putting it into my head and that's why it won't get done. So I don't allow myself to read about what's to come and things like that. Like I don't want to know if, if, if it's going to pop out, just I'll handle it when it happens. Don't, don't have me thinking that my pelvis is always going to pop out. And I know it is. We've already been through that, but just things like, I, I don't know what else to do. I, I feel like there's got to be some sort of deficiency Maybe mentally, you're thinking. Maybe she's like, oh, yeah, she's got some issues going on. But I mean, in my blood, maybe there is some absorption issues. Maybe because before it was malnutrition. So I'm going back to the neurologist this week. Not my favorite one. This is the one who doesn't like the, the Washington Redskins. He likes the New York Giants. And he's honestly, I mean, he was a real dick to be honest with you, when I went to see him the first time and, you know, just not, not very good at all, but he's supposed to be a specialist, but I'm going in with the man's this time. And it's, it's, you know, I'm just going to fly out and tell him I haven't taken any of the seven medications you've given to me because I'm not, I'm not, he's kept giving me medications for my muscle spasms. And all of the side effects were muscle spasms and twitches. And since I have gotten rid of a lot of the adhesions on my joints, those muscle spasms are pretty much non-existent. What happens to me now if I get cold and my body starts tensing up, my husband starts pumping, giving me the baclofen. I, I take 15 milligrams of baclofen three times a day because if... My body gets tensed up or I get really, really cold. I'll start spasming the whole body. It just tenses up and it's painful, you know, but I'm not having the spasms like I did before. So I didn't need that medication as far as I was concerned. Now, I want him to check me. I mean, last time he saw me, he was testing me for, uh, oh gosh, what was that? Uh, it wasn't tall person syndrome because... I've got that, uh, the statue thing. I think Celine Dion has it that, 
oh gosh, you know what I'm talking about. That that you know, insert it here. The 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 oh it's oh it's right there. Uh, strong person sending not strong. I don't know, but you know, stiff, stiff, stiff. Oh, stiff, right, right. Stiff person syndrome is that it? Okay, so. Yeah, stiff person syndrome, I think. So he was testing me for that. I think he was testing me for Marfan's, all these other things. And I feel like there's something wrong in my bloodstream. I feel like I'm lacking something. And I'll take medication for that. But I don't need him giving me medication for more muscle spasms and things like that. Because that's not my main issue. I need to find out why I can't hold my eyelids open, why I'm so tired, and all I did was, you know, get up and, you know, have, try to have a normal day. I don't know how in the world I could work. I really don't. I, I God forbid if I'd be taking care of a child. I mean, am I lucky? Do I consider myself lucky? Because there are individuals, and I get messages from them, and Capri, my my heart aches for you. It it really does. I to see a child have to suffer and and watch their dreams just fall apart. It just kills me. So I guess you know I need to consider myself lucky because I didn't fall apart until late in life, maybe. I'm so worried about my son. So worried about my son. Because I don't know how this will affect him. I'm hoping that since we're a lot alike, I don't expect him to be able to give birth to children. And I think, you know, that's what triggered everything for me. So I think I would have been able, you know, to keep on going if I hadn't have given birth is is kind of what I'm thinking. I could be wrong, but I'm really hoping that he doesn't suffer. And and so far because we do the fast remodeling, you know, his pelvis was already out. We've put that back in. We've taken care of the fascia around it. His shoulder popped out. That was taken care of. We took care of the fascia around it. So if he's a lot like me, bless his heart, I'm hoping we've got it under control. And we don't have to worry about him having heavy menstrual cycles or, you know, giving birth or the things that I've had. But I just don't know how a younger individual... can go through this and then have a parent as a parent watching them it just 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 breaks my heart and so I have to stay strong my son was like you know I'm apologizing going son I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I just I feel like you you just you know he's like mom it's not your fault you're just you haven't you need to go rest and I wish I could have his mentality about it I wish I could be as reassuring but you see I've got to fight every day and I've got to be grateful 
because I was bedridden. I was unable to walk. I was unable to talk. And I'm sure a lot of you out there that are listening just because you want to maybe hear, (laughs) you're probably going, "I, I wish you couldn't talk now. But I have to fight because if I had known about my fascia so many years ago, and especially after giving birth, I could have worked on it sooner. And if I had known about this postural respiration, I mean, this seems to be a problem for a lot of us. And it just kills me to know that I have not had a surgery or a medication that has made me any better. Everything that has made me better has been non-invasive. Working from the outside on my fascia. Working on my breathing, which is also from the inside. And it's killing me how much money I have spent trying to get better to find out that it was all fixable within me. But no doctor wanted to push me in that direction. My neurologist still hasn't written me a prescription for physical therapy or, or, or speech therapy. I had to go to my GP for that. So when I see him on Thursday, I'll be questioning him why he didn't do his job, why he didn't help me. And I feel, because as far as he's concerned, if it's not a surgery or it's not a pill, he doesn't, he's not privy to it working. I don't know. But it's so hard to find a, an, an EDS specialist. You gotta, you're kind of stuck with what you've got. The only reason I'm going to go ahead and see this doctor is because the appointment's right here. But the real neurologist that I like that told me to keep do, going this direction, uh, I see him in June. So I'll see him in June. But I figure it's always good to have a backup because you just never know what's going to happen. And so I am going to ask this this neurologist, he's a New York Giants fan, if he'll you know check my blood to see if I'm I'm short on something. Or now already now I'm probably short on brain cells, but you know am I short on some vitamin? Is there some deficiency? I just can't think that how and if it was just being tired I've never been tired I've never in my life been so tired but not all the time so did it just happen did it did it just build up over the past couple of days and then all of a sudden my body just can't go anymore I I don't understand it. I mean, you've you've been with me 160-some episodes here from day to day. Some days I'm changing sheets. I'm diddy-bopping here. I'm diddy-bopping there. And then, boom, can't do squat now. There has to be some kind of rhyme or reason. There has to be some way. And since the doctors aren't helping us figure out, we're going to figure it out together. We already know. Working on our fascia can help us get our mobility back. That's that's one thing. I don't know your situation, but
But if you're collapsing and you've got that collapsing feeling on the inside like I had, find postural respiration. Find a postural therapist and work on your breathing and see if that's something. And then I'm going to try to figure out this tiredness thing and come back with something else. I was watching something. I was popping back through, you know, you, you, you're like on Facebook. I, like I said, I don't do Facebook well, but there was something. Some guys like, you know, I wasn't, you know, I trained the stars or something. And then I lost my ability. You know, I couldn't walk for four days and now I'm back and I'm 64 and you don't have to age, but you have to push a button to hear what they did. Well, I don't like that stuff. So I want to know right up front, what did you do? And if it's a product you're selling, okay, we'll be up front about that. And then I'll contact you. And then I can too be 64 and as youthful as you with abs of steel. But I just don't feel like there's a surgery that's going to fix this. I don't, I, I can't figure out the sleep pattern because I can't figure out anything I did differently yesterday than any other day. I really just tried to lead a normal existence. And it was a day of leisure. That's the thing. It honestly, I, I, my husband and I went out to eat. We came back home. The neighbors across the street were having all this tree work done and I sat mesmerized watching from the porch. Look at that limb being carried by that crane. Ooh, it's in the mulcher now. Ooh, look at all those people working. That was it. And then I blew into a balloon a couple of times and you know, that was it. And I, I was physically standing up until I couldn't. So how in the world are we supposed to go out and work? How in the world are we supposed to take care of a baby? All of these things are so puzzling to me. But please, try some postural therapy. Because that I hurt on my left side. And I feel like it's because everything is waking back up. And everything that I've said to you, I think might make sense to you. But it probably doesn't make sense to other people. So that's why I'm so glad you're here. And I appreciate we've got more followers now. And I'm so appreciative of that. And let's keep it going because we've got to find people that can help us. And can make, you know, that want to look at alternatives other than surgery and medications. Because, you know, I don't see that as being our, our fix-all. I really, really don't. And I know we need to eat. I know we need to do certain things, but I just feel like there's something missing. Something is being ignored here, and I can't figure out what it is. What is it in our bodies that make certain things just quit working. I don't get it. I really, really don't. And now I can't go do my breathing exercises. I stayed awake long enough to do this. 
Now I'm going to sit back down and wait till I have, well, I've been sitting down the whole time anyway, but I'm going to sit back here and do not, I can barely hold my eyes open. Truly, I can barely hold my eyes open. And my left side, I think it's time to remedicate because I can feel the pain, but is that because things are coming back to life and maybe once I figure out more with this breathing, I might be able to be up longer because I think it's because we're not breathing properly that other muscles are working harder and other other joints. I mean, it's like things are working where they're not supposed to and our bodies are just exhausted from standing up. And it's sad when you go back and you look at the video that I shot yesterday that was almost what it was almost 36 hours ago when I shot that video to now I can't believe the drastic change in how I feel so I understand when you message me I don't understand it I can't figure it out but I understand what you're talking about. Hopefully, we'll come up with a reason as to why so we can have less days where we are down. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. Please follow us on Spotify. Get your friends and and your enemies to follow us as well because what the heck, we are going to make a difference. We are going to do something. Is it going to be legal? I don't know. But no. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to me and just know that you are going to get through this day. And if you're having a hard time, message me. We'll get through it together. Don't get defeated. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Thank you so much for being here. Have a lovely day.